I think the peak was at like 4,600 something meters. I don't think I've ever been that high. We'd be in a plane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I am Tom. And I'm Ed. And today we're talking about India. A country country that none of us have been to. And that is, once again, far too big for us to adequately cover in 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 the hour and whatever we're gonna, gonna definitely yeah for. it's massive it's also the second biggest country by population isn't it is it how many how many people live there oh shit over a billion yeah it's like yeah. 18 percent of the global population is indian no yeah if you put it like that it's mental what yeah, yeah like 18 one... so you're telling me that one in five of us is indian well just just under yeah <laughs> <laughs> We should probably get another two people on the podcast then. So, the average person is either Chinese or Indian. Well, (laughs) there's there's, there's a high statistical chance that they're either Indian or Chinese, yeah. That's actually crazy. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know what... Completely... My mind's gone completely blank. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start. So, what kind of things have you researched? Like... I did the same as every week. Uh, but a bit quicker than usually. I just typed on Google. What, what um, four times speed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch videos usually for those things. I just type like fun facts, usually fun travel facts about insert country, in this case, India. Mm. And I've got three. I, I couldn't go through the whole article of 50 facts. I just didn't have the time. So you've got three facts that, yeah. that you want to work with. But I suppose the good thing is that you know, you said you picked three out of fifty facts. So this, no, no, this no, no, really no, no, must no, no. be the creme. I did, not, I did not say that. I said I didn't want to read the fifty facts. <laughs> oh, so so, so right, we've, right. we've got numbers one, two, and three. <laughs> well, I think it's like three out of the top five. Okay, very curated. I, I, I really hope, like like me, you use one of those American websites. And, and fact one is like, don't forget your passport. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a bit like you know. I mean, the first fact. That kind of blew it really. It's like the population thing. Mm. Uh, but that wasn't actually one of my facts because I thought, you know, that's... Everyone, that's everyone fucking knows there's loads <laughs> of Indians. Yeah. And Indians vary quite a lot. It's like... Mega... Yeah. Di- Don't they have the like 29 there? national um, I think, I languages, think, official I think languages? 22 official or like national level languages, yeah. Um, that's just national level. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because... Obviously, I'm from Luxembourg. I think we've covered that topic, but we've got three pork and beans, and <laughs> and people are all like I mean, people in Europe, uh, not everyone because the Swiss are kind of similar, are always confused as to like how it works with three languages. For me, it's all natural, you know. But 22, <laughs> like, do you just write every document 22 times? No, you just have the option of which of the 22 languages you write your document in. <laughs> Surely, um, uh, maybe. But I, but I know I know that um, I've got a circle back very quickly. I was pointing at you, not India. Um, <laughs> the Luxembourg national anthem. Yeah, I imagine it's like an ode to pork and beans or whatever. <laughs> um, is it sung in all three languages? No, it's just Luxembourgish. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's quite elitist. Um, Boiled it right down. So I, why is it in India then? Surely they should do the Spanish version and just not have lyrics. Do you know what the most used language is? I'm, I would assume it. Well, no, it's Hindi. 
Hindi and right. English. Parts of you meant in the world. I was going to say, what isn't it Mandarin? <laughs> um, but but I know that, uh, from what I understand, India is split, and this is really rough, into like two language groups. So you have like the northern bits, the northern part of India, like Rajasthan, like Punjab, and like all there, like Kashmiri way, and they speak Hindi, which is an Indo-European language, right? Like where all of our languages came from. So they've got some alphabet or? Uh, no, because they use Sanskrit for Hindi, don't they? They scan like a Sanskrit derivative or whatever. And in the South, they use, they have a, com a completely different, unintelligible language family. So that's why like Hindi, Gujarati, Punjabi are like the same family and can sort of, like there's some mutual intelligibility. Whereas languages like Tamil in the South, nothing. Like completely different. And do people learn like if they're from the south? I mean, I'm asking you this as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do people from the south learn like languages from the north? I th I think that they would only be taught their like local language, potentially the state language if it's different to their local language, and then one of the two national like the big national languages, so like Hindi or English, I would guess. I suppose nowadays they all kind of learn English. Yeah. Well, I don't know, there's I don't been know, so man. much, obviously there's so much external influence with the Portuguese around Goa, the British Empire. Oh, we'll get around. to that. <laughs> <laughs> also, interesting fact, I should, oh no, I can be like, I could pose you a question, but like the obvious answer will be obviously India. Um, India's got the second largest Muslim population of any country. It's pretty easy when you've got the largest population, like the second largest in the world. They probably have like one of the top largest populations of like Christians, people, Christian people as well. Surely because of no, the I think, sheer I think, size. Of I it. think Brazil's got more. Bloody loads of Brazilians. Anyway, um, <laughs> but is that more towards the north because of its? Well, yeah, like like in the old like Punjabi bit, which was like. In Pakistan, yeah, but the, kind of the Pakistan bit, and also the Bangladeshi side because they're, they're mm. Muslims over there, and also down south because some of the like the Tamil people in like it's like Sri Lankan Tamils are like Muslims, so right. there's a few. There's also Jews there, and Zoroastrians, and Jains. <laughs> every major world religion, the Buddha was born there. Like, ev like every major re religion is like well represented in India. I, I don't know. even we're even going to talk about religion that much in this podcast. No, I don't have anything. This, this is how much we're barely scratching the surface. Yeah, yeah. We should probably pick a subject of each part of India. <laughs> no, that just requires too much for planning. How many states are there? Do you know? Is it the same as languages? Like twenty-two? No, I, I don't, don't know. Number twenty-nine somewhere, but I can't remember what it relates to. So it might be the the amount of like I don't know. I have no of rice they produce. No idea. Do you have any rice facts? No. Oh, okay. Because you spoke about jasmine rice on the Thailand. I did. Uh, yeah. What was it again? That it's like the most valuable oh, rice. Oh, yeah. 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 So the... India produces the most rice. Do you, do you know this is a fact? Yeah, yeah, to get yeah, the... yeah, because now I remember the, the other fact. Mm. But in terms of value, Thailand produces the most like value through rice exports and stuff. Mm. Do you know that 75% of all spices globally are grown in India? What? No, I yeah. didn't. That's crazy. Imagine, so imagine far, how, this is imagine a good how... start. Oh, like <laughs> facts and stuff, just spitting facts everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be an hour of just non-stop facts. <laughs> 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 but 75%. 
Yeah. Think how bland our food would be. More yeah. bland if we well, had Thank you, Chicken Tikka Masala. I can't think of anything more bland than pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's a bit of no, salt. I was going to say sugar. <laughs> so, you being your food stuff, vegan and stuff, did you look into eating that? Because a lot of the country, uh, presumably. Most of the country is vegetarian, right? Not most, but it's a no. large percentage. I think, yeah. I think it's twenty-five percent or something like that. I know it's again it's not a majority. Again, based because it's got a massive population, it's like the largest vegetarian population by by percent. By I think by absolute percentage, by absolute numbers and percentage. But most of them are lacto-vegetarian, so they will have they like eat some um, milk or dairy mm. produce. So they're vegetarians, but not vegans. Yeah. But not cow's milk. Yeah, cow's milk. Because cows are sacred. Oh, we'll get to Can that. Can you go in like... Well, we're there now. We've got to it. Um, Tell me about the cows. Cows, obviously for Hindus, cows are sacred. Um, but interestingly, it's only really female cows. I was, t- I was telling Kev a little bit about this. Like, female cows, they have milk. Oh, there's so many... Another cow fact I was watching. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, so, do you want to go down... Uh, the udder end or the bum end? I like udders. Okay, let's start with udders. So, obviously, um, Indians have a lot of, like, dairy products. Yeah. Like, especially in the north. North is more, like, cream-based things, cream and butter, like butter chicken. And, right. And, like, paneer and stuff like that. Um, so, they use they have a lot of, like, dairy cows. But, as you are probably aware, only... Only one one type of one gender of cow produces the type of milk you want to drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> Probably away. I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't exactly So so there's so there's so in spite of them being like sacred and protected, um there's lots of like I'm not sure what the te- like the Latin term would be, like like infanticide, like female infanticide. Yeah. Imagine the opposite of that, but with cows. So basically all of the all of the boy cows that are born, a lot of them are sold off to the like the dark seedy indian beef and leather black market so that's why there's six more female six more not six six times as many not like six more cows <laughs> like the sense isn't that isn't that precise there's six times as many female cows in india mm. as there are in as there are male um and once a female cow is too old, this, this is just like some agricultural show. I'm going to get picked up by Country File. Um, so that's so. Once a, a, a cow is no longer can make milk, they let it. They let it like wander for the rest of its life. So all all the cows wandering in India are like old cows. Oh. Um, and you can only and it's in, the intentional killing of a cow is punished is a crime. Of a female cow. Any cow. Unintentional. It's getting confusing. Unintentional is all right. So if you Presumably hit, they get hit a lot on motorways oh, and stuff. All the, the roads time. are bonkers. Yeah, but to kill a cow, like, with, like if you have an accident to kill a cow, you you must have a solid car and going at a solid speed. A cow is yeah. thick. There's a lot of matter. Yeah. My I don't know, but I think it that. would... Your dad taught you that. <laughs> <laughs> My dad... Has had one accident in his life and with a he, cow, and well, well, clearly that's not the case. Well, okay, two with me, <laughs> um, and I think he was on like a moped. He was like eighteen or something, and he went round a corner uh, in the countryside and just like 
There was a cow, he just, you know, hit the cow and the cow just didn't move. It was just like, what are you doing? It just kept going. <laughs> I feel like one of my friends reversed into a cow once and like her, the back of her cow was just totaled. <laughs> and this cow just <laughs> shrugged it off and like, so walked away. Oh. Structural damage. We're going to have to write it off. <laughs> so my other cow fact is that there's, there's a belief that like India's, we're going to get to food later, no doubt. India's famous for like lots of like low, slowly cooked curries and stews. I'm mm. so hungry right now. Yeah. I know, me too. Um, we should have all bought samosas. We should have. We should have. Tuck it into like nothing better. Indian ba- biscuits. Nothing improves the podcast's like, audio experience than the sound of people chomping on samosas. <laughs> um, but uh, cow dung was used as a fuel mm. and it burns for a long time. I think really low heat. I think that that's used around the world quite a lot, using animal dung, like elephant poo as well. And that's but, and like those type of cultures tend to have stewy dishes. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh shit, makes sense. Oh, fair. No, those those are my only cow facts for today. Only. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I looked into more animal facts because India's got the most ridiculous predators out there like lion uh, not lions tigers and leopards living in inner cities and conflicts with humans is just terrifying every... in like for example new delhi which is a i'm not sure which cities in general i didn't really research it oh. but there's some there, there's one area with tigers where there's like the highest density population of tigers in the world and it's right next to a city and they come in and out of the town Oh, no, that's it's leopards, I think. It's a bit like bears in Canada and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if bears were stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine the bear's quite stealthy. Um, I know I, I know that every 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 few years, like, you hear like, somewhere on the BBC, they'll say, like, the, some, like, man-eating tiger who's, like, killed, like, hundreds of people. Living, yeah. Um, uh, being caught. Not caught, like, <laughs> not like a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Cuffs don't really work on paws. Oh, that's true. Zip ties do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, again, talking about my my own fantasies. Yeah. Um, right. Should fans. we pop onto the uh, oh. the slides? Should we? Yeah, should sure. we hit Ed's first one? What have we got here then? So, if you can't, if you're not listening or if you're not watching, uh, three people carrying some sort of like. I don't know, shelter could even be a boat because this picture was taken in the rainiest part of the world. Like, there's no other place where there's more rainfall. And I'm this is pretty, actually mental. I'm pretty be- sure South Wales is worse. That's what, you know, like, when I saw this fact, I was like, this, this, that was like probably the second fact on that 50 fact page. And I saw it, I was like, never been to the UK. Mm. Like, this is not possible. Um, so this village called, oh, I'm just going to butcher this, Mavsinram in Magalaya, no, Maghalaya in the northeast. It's the wettest inhabited place on, uh, on earth. 11,873 millimetres of rain annually. Now, when I read that, I was like, I have no clue what that means. It seems like a lot. 11,000. I'm just trying to calculate that in metres. Is that 11 metres? It's 11 metres. <laughs> oh almost God. 12 metres of rain. <laughs> so when I, I thought that, okay, this is pre-mental, but what's the equivalent in London, for example? <laughs> 690 millimetres. 
It doesn't rain much in London, though. Yeah, but like you know, it's still it's imperative for, for for the average viewer. Like you will understand. It always confuses. It, it always confuses me when they talk in millimeters of rain because I don't. It's, it's I a square. Basically, it's a square. Uh, no, I get it. No, I understand that. Like, I understand how they measure it. I don't. I but I just can't. Like, uh, yeah, it's, picture it's not, it. Yeah, and, like, it's quite hard to picture it. But but it'd be easier if they just told you like cubic meters. Of rainfall, ah, for me it wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so like six hundred ninety, and then the other one's like twelve thousand. So that's insane. So what are these, these boat hat looking things? They look like turtle shells. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I literally had like five minutes to do some research, and I read that thing, and it just had the picture, and I thought oh, I'll use that picture. Um, okay. I don't know more than that, but I did fact check it to make sure because when I first read, it, I was like, "There's no way it rains twelve meet like eleven, twelve meters of water. Like it is so much. It's like three it's like, stories. It's like a meter a month. Yeah, a meter a month. Like that's crazy. It's only that much. That's a lot uh, in a month. Mate, divide some... that by like thirty. That much a day. Come on. What's that about eight inches? No. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 joke is only going to work if you watch the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, okay. I fact checked it to make sure, and then I was like, mm, "So what's the equivalent in Europe, London? Everyone just going to kind of imagine what it is." Mm. Because didn't you say it rains like in the Luxembourg podcast? You said it rained more in Luxembourg than England, and I don't think so. I think you did. I can't remember. I might have but, intended to have said that, <laughs> but. It rains quite a lot in both countries, and we'd probably like rather have less rain. Yeah, but it's nothing compared to that. So yeah, That's don't forget your umbrella if you go, or, or, or bring your ninja wooden... shell. That looks quite un... like not very practical. Because looking at it, it looks it looks like it lets water. Well, obviously, it doesn't let water through because it's they... <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't have invented it. But it looks a bit like a coracle. Yeah, well, but like it looks a, like a, a shelled peanut, like the outside oh, of a yeah. peanut. Or, yeah. But a thatched roof doesn't look like it sh- should be dry inside, if you know what I mean. Like, it's just... Have you ever watched a video of someone repairing a thatched roof? <laughs> I have, oh, actually. Mate. It's incredible. So satisfying, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, but if you think about it, it's nothing... Like, water just usually goes through that kind of stuff, but it's obviously made properly. Mm. This is similar... I guess. Okay. So yeah, now I've exhausted a third of my facts. Perfect. So I'm going to send it back to you. Right, let's hit the next one. What have we got here? Okay. Oh, yes. This is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. So this is the border between Pakistan and India. I can't remember the name of the actual border. I've got it here. Is it one specific post? Okay. Like yeah, Kash- yeah, it's one it's specific like post. One. Oh, just in like in Kashmir. Uh, one sec, I'll have that for you now. Um, oh, sorry, one sec. Did someone send you an email with all the information? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it's all gone. Straight from the Indian High Consulate. <laughs> <laughs> um, one sec, sorry. Do you do those, um, just to like... Pause it. Make us expect something. Ah, it's called the Wagga border. So the guys in the green are the Indian side. Mm-hmm. And the guys in the black are the Pakistan side. And there's this huge show every day 
where thousands of people turn up and it's just absolute chaos and they're pumping the crowd up, the pack crowd is screaming and you've got these soldiers basically having like a peacock dance off where they're throwing their legs up in the air, like directly upwards into the air and slamming their feet on the ground, making loads of sound and like, my favorite bit is when they come together just as they open the gates and they all start like flexing and they, there's one bit where they like twirl their mustache at each other because they've all got amazing facial hair as well. And then they like start flexing at each other and stomping <laughs> Don't around. From this picture. No, they're not. They've all, they've got, all mustaches. got mustaches. Oh, true. <laughs> true. Um, so, so is it a bit like a Indian, pa uh, Pakistani? Did you say Pakistani? Yeah. Yeah. Hakka, like a New Zealand. Uh, yeah. Equivalent. yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, it's really similar. So but it's way more official and like it's really robotic and like, like aggressive. You buy, you buy tickets to it and stuff. But like what's the a, point? Yeah. Of, is it so if you want to cross at that border? I don't. I don't really know about. I, I'm. I think it's maybe just a theatrical border to be entirely honest. <laughs> but um, are they not like you know Indian Pakistan don't even really have the best of relationships. No, they don't. Really I, think to I think that's so, what this is about. It's like a unifying visual thing. representation of. Oh, it's the conflict, but then they do have like a, it's like a war, firm handshake. Art. Yeah, kind yeah, of, but, but, but then they have like a firm handshake over the subtle respect they've had from each other during this. But like, just, but like legit, they still go to war every now and again over parts of Kashmir. Oh, yeah. There's it's always like sporadic fighting. Mm. There's like loads of... Pretty much every every two weeks you get like a BBC News like notification saying, oh, a plane's been shot down or... Something like that. Some Indians yeah. fired some bullets at some Pakistanis <laughs> and they returned fire. Um, but isn't it, isn't it like Google Maps is, is, I know Google Maps isn't like, it's not the official map of the world, but effectively it is. Um, and like Google Maps, India and Google Maps, Pakistan have different shapes for their countries. There's, is it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah like, depending loads. on where you are, the map is completely different. I know about like, visual representation and positioning on maps but i didn't like think the, borders would the be borders yeah, sometimes borders. that you know in in a new not neutral country because we're, we don't live in a neutral country but yeah, we live on an island though it can't really change that no no but like in a country like the uk or generally european countries where we kind of recognize conflicts without necessarily i don't know so now to basically, if if you're in the UK, you might see a border that is not like official. It's just not a straight line, but just um, mm. a dotted line. But in that country where that dotted line is, it wouldn't be dotted. It would just be like straight, like an right, official okay. border. So yeah, so like, like disputed territories and stuff like that, are different depending on where you are. So mm. I think I think Google Maps in India shows all of the area of Kashmir that they claim, and then. In Pakistan, <laughs> it's the other way around. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah. It's, I think it's like one of the most militarized. It's not, it's like after like the 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 DMZ in, I don't say DMZ because I'm not American. After the DMZ in, in Korea, I think it's like the second most militarized part of the globe. Kashmir? Yeah. Really? Because they're, both, they're in both Gaza. We're only one side have got. Yeah, but it's still militarized. Arms. Yeah, very much so. Let's I wonder. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> not again. I think the world would be a much better place if everyone went to war like these borders here. No one would get hurt. Everyone would just have cool mustaches. 
Well, I'm down with the moustaches. <laughs> Did you know, I was, I, was, I was trying to... I'm... A lot of my facts are just sort of things I've heard that I assume to be true. And I'm going to tell you another one, which I, I hope is true. Um, like moustaches are really big in India. Mm. And it's a, like it's a big sign of virility. So like the bigger your moustache, the bigger your, bigger your ability to have kids or whatever. Um, and I'm not sure how true this is, but I think the British Army started making it mandatory for people above office uh, officer class and above to have mustache mustaches because Indian everywhere or just those stationed in India everywhere it was like it, it, huh. like if you were an officer in the British army you had to have a mustache so their culture rubbed off on the British Empire okay oh. yeah. but but just to make it very clear we were fucking terrible there yeah yeah for a long time as well. Yeah, hundreds of hundred years. Like the British East India Company was just like... like Wasn't it formed... Was it the 1600s that it was formed? I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah. And then they just fucking pillaged the place. Like bastards. And then left a mess. Was there... A, yeah, during that time... Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> left some trains as well. Yeah, great I job do have some it. bloody train facts. Have you? Yeah, I got some... Chew very... fucking chew, Kevin. So... India is has the fourth longest railway in the world behind Transiberian. Well, in terms of like to- total total length, total oh, length of tracks. Oh. So it's behind the US, no, <laughs> <laughs> behind the US, China, and Russia. Really, the US? Yeah, yeah, massive apparently. Um, hmm. But it is transports that, that more people. Just that one line that's really long. Uh, they probably just include all of Disneyland in those. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> All the roller coasters. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so more people travel on Indian railways than in any other country, and it's eight point four billion people every year. Wait, what? then in any other country, as in like the rest of the world combined? No, just each. Oh, but that's not but, very surprising. But they also every year they have eight point four billion people use their railway, which is more than <laughs> the people on Earth. Are they late? Yeah, probably. No, I think that's so. <laughs> I think all the trains go so slow that you can't really be late. <laughs> You're just kind of early every time. I think. Well, it's, it's what, so it's late. What, I think late. It depends how how generously you timetable, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Not with that. Not with that sort of precision Japanese bullet train Choo. and pushing people in. You can't push people in in India because they stay on top of the trains. Yeah. Some trains go missing as well. They go on different railways and they, they don't know where they end up. So they have to go back the other way. Because <laughs> there's so much and such little infrastructure. That's crazy. Yeah. And there was one more. Was 22 that... million people a day use trains in India That's as well. Mental. Mm. That's like the population of Australia. Slightly less. That's that yeah, every day. <laughs> that's incredible. Mm. Twenty-two million. But it was Britain that brought trains over, right? Yeah, but because they needed it, yeah, not because they wanted <laughs> yeah. to gift them the yeah, I guess pleasures of train trips, <laughs> the, the pleasures of drinking of drinking a can of Foster's <laughs> on public <laughs> transport. You're welcome, India. They in India, there's also 
the highest uh, road in the world. That's in the Himalayas, isn't it? What's yeah. the pass called? The ooh, I almost dropped my phone there. Uh, it is called. So the road is called Leh Ladakh. Oh, is it in Ladakh? Yeah. Okay. And Leh is a town, I'm pretty sure. Also, this might literally be pronounced completely different. Is it Leh? Oh, Leh. L-E-H. Yeah, Leh. Le. Oh, yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, Leh. <laughs> it's uh, the, the highest point is at 5,882 metres. On the road? On the road, yeah. And it's 428 kilometers long, and they call it a highway. But looking at the pictures, oh, it man. looks more like well, a it's just very road. literal meaning, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's mental. So, have you been on the Pamir Highway? No, no, no. I went. You've north. not been on the Pamir Highway. No, I've heard hundreds of fucking stories about it. <laughs> yeah. So, and you're gonna hear another one. Well, not really. It's not a story. But I've I drove on the Pamir Highway, uh, which. It just is for for the for the listeners. Uh, it's in, in Tajikistan and Kyrgyzstan. It's the second highest. This is not even a, a, a great like title. It's the second highest international road in the world. Um, but it, I think the peak was at like four thousand six hundred something meters. Four four thousand six hundred sixty two or something like that. I don't think and I've ever been that high. We'd be in a plane. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. <laughs> um, but when I was there, it was pretty high. Like, it, the cars were struggling. Uh, yeah, I would imagine... Because the they intake just, is just not massive. But there, I would imagine there wouldn't be any air to intake. Well... Was it 5,800? 5, well, they might. Well, well they, no, they will be. People well, do it. Like, they have it's to, it's a big tourist attraction as well. People like get bikes and do it on bikes, like mm. uh, Royal Enfield. Yeah, that yeah. The British Army left there. That's there's a my, factory there, right? For I'm pretty sure. Enfield, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure this it's the only place in the world where they still like kind of. Oh, maintain no, they're still they're still made in India. I think made like produced. Yeah, they yeah. still make new new models. Oh, that's crazy. But um, yes, yeah, on my bucket list, and having done the Pamir Highway, thinking like, oh, that's all. Badass and shit. <laughs> this is so yeah. much higher. It's like take it up a notch. over a kilometer higher. But I mean, it's above like three thousand meters that you start getting like altitude sickness and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, Isaac, who I was traveling with, um, was like quite sick, mm. and um, it was just me and him driving. So I had to do all the driving because he was feeling so sick. And one of the symptoms he had was that he felt like his balls were really like expanding and they were really hurting. <laughs> yeah. And the Pamir Highway, I don't know about this one, but the Pamir Highway is like, it goes up constantly, but not like a huge amount at a time. So you constantly go up and then you constantly go down, but like it's over two days. It like burns your brakes up and stuff as well. Yeah, well, I, like I mean, we didn't really have any car problems, for, but Isaac, like, it's basically altitude sickness. As soon as you go back down, unless you have a few uh, problems, you're fine. Mm. Like, literally, you have to go down and you're fine. But when it's like, when it takes so long to go down, because it's not like abrupt, you just spend two days like having massive ball aches. <laughs> a real ball like that. Really I remember being at like three and a half thousand meters and even feeling like shit then. Was that in Peru? Yeah, you'd be walking down the street and like you'd have to like kind of stop and go, 
<sighs> and I remember like, catch your breath back. It's horrible. I remember when we were driving. I wanted to get a shot of the car driving towards me, like um, on camera. So I got out the car. I sprinted like two hundred meters. And then I was like, oh my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I just do this? This is so <laughs> stupid. I just had, I literally needed a, mi- a minute like to just get some air back in. And I was like, it's <sighs> so horrible. And on, on the shot, you can actually hear me. Like I'm holding the camera. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like you're really excited by this shot. Like, this, oh, this is such a wonderful <laughs> shot. Amazing shot, I, to be fair. Oddly enough, like, uh, obviously, I was in Peru with you at like, mm. that altitude. I didn't. I was. I feel like I was right, p- partially because I've got the old iron lung from smoking. Um, the only thing I noticed was that cigarettes. Surely that doesn't help. Cigarettes. <laughs> well, no, I'm just used to lower, lower, like performing at low oxygen. Um, well, the only thing I noticed was that fags burnt slower. And but one, I did. I did cycle. The highest point I cycled um, was uh, to the top of Andorra, and that was like two thousand. 400 meters mm. did you feel it yeah yeah at the top i was noticing it but i didn't it didn't help i had a cigarette <laughs> it was like, oh, it's every time we've gone cycling we have a break and you're like i'm gonna have two coffees and a fag and i'm just like that would kill me well luckily i've stopped smoking now so uh, well except for special occasions um and crack yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's a really high road um, terrifying. I'd really but I think like road, to go. Road, it seems to me that roads in India in general are pretty terrifying. I, I'm desperate to go there, but I'm so terrified of the roads because they they use um, the system of might is right. Yeah. Heard about it? Yeah. Do you know about this, Ed? Like the biggest, just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're the biggest. It's big. it's weird for a country that has like rickshaws and and mopeds to have that mm. kind of rule, and also very. <laughs> ridiculously decorated trucks yeah. and massive oh, trucks have you, have you seen like how they love to decorate their vehicles in general oh it's amazing it's, it's, I love it I've got two massive things on my bucket list that I want to do in India is one of them is to drive from Delhi all the way to the south uh, in a rickshaw mm-hmm. and this road like on a on a bike I don't ride a bike so both options are quite motorbike or bicycle <laughs> you want me to cycle up this road i'd love to see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i bet you do but no 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 motorbike like a royal Enfield would mm. be pretty cool just you go bet, and rent you, it if you, you can badass. if you can get it and you can get one long enough range then uh an electric bike would be better yeah because you're, yeah you're, that makes you're sense worry about combustion. But, like this and, is uh, that's such a good point or killing the killing the killing the planet as well, well. well yeah. don't try to make me feel bad here like no i'm not saying like what's <laughs> the problem like because me and Kev have done a lot of research on electric vehicles, especially electric motorbikes, just range. Loads, yeah. Like, yeah. 100 miles is like, what, three hours of driving? Mm. And when you want to do like long distance stuff, you've got to be a bit more like range. Yeah. And um, also the, the the like facilities there to charge your bikes are probably not amazing. Uh, well, you can have a lot of solar panels up there. Yeah, but I know the infrastructure is... Well, really solar panel, you mean? No, but... It yeah, one of those, to put one those little, little A4 ones. <laughs> this is going to take ages. Just put it on your backpack. <laughs> Doesn't you charge like my a, phone? That like thing. a wind-up radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think yeah, the infrastructure would be easier to put in than petrol, because you could just drive solar panels and batteries up and have a storage unit. I guess it would get cold up there. It must get yeah. freezing. Yeah, but I suppose equally, like you're not you're not relying on constant refueling, uh, like deliveries. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's one delivery but, and you're done. 
What if like one day you just don't get any power because it's raining or snowing? Well, you have battery banks, then, don't you? Yeah, but in the cold. Yeah, but you know you can use like some some batteries. You can go down to like minus thirty five, and they still hold charge, like co- like cobalt ones. We're, I'm, the... we're I'm we're going <laughs> down a rabbit hole. It's well, a battery no, tank. Like India's like, but uh, like plowing forward with the electric vehicles. They they want to overtake China for being the biggest producer of electric vehicles and. They're sourcing a lot of external lithium and building loads of refinery plants. I, re- in India. I read that the like the transport minister said that by twenty thirty they want to no longer sell petrol in India. Vehicle. Yeah, in India, oh. which is which is you know for no, pretty like bold. new ones probably because yeah new yeah 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 new new and by the twenty market must be mental in India. The what <laughs> second hand market? <laughs> yeah, probably. It's full of like bashed up rickshaws. Yeah, I, I just really want to go to. It just doesn't sound like a good idea. Like it won't. It probably wouldn't work. But go to India, go to like a major city, buy a rickshaw, and drive. You'd be, you'd, I, be, you'd be just you'd be annihilated almost instantly. What while because you're in the vehicle? Yeah, because I think you just get overwhelmed and you'll just freeze and then <laughs> then you just just plowed over mm-hmm. by a truck. Yeah. In, like, who's though, who's like inexplicably in the bike lane? <laughs> <laughs> Are there more like deaths through like road accidents than? In well, I would imagine it's very high. Yeah, because there's like uh, stories of trucks driving down the motorway full speed at night with no lights on. But those stories uh, it reminds me of a story in um, I was driving through Azerbaijan. Oh my god! So I was <laughs> so I was driving there was. A slow bus in front of me, a truck behind me. So I was between like two massive vehicles, basically. And it was at night on a motorway that was a pretty good motorway. So I overtake the bus because it was slow. The truck behind me is like, I'm going to, no, yeah. The truck behind me is like, I'm going to overtake that um, bus as well because it's slow. So we just overtake, obviously, like not that fast because overtaking, you can't just do it in one second. And... Suddenly, the the truck behind me just like honks and like uh, flashes, and I'm just like, "What's going on?" And the bus on my right just breaks suddenly, and then suddenly I see that the the road, like my lane, so there's two lanes, my lane in front of me, just stops. <laughs> there's no signs or anything. It just stops. Like uh, that's Central over. Asia for you. So so the bus basically <laughs> saved my life by just breaking and letting me go on his lane, and the truck behind me saw it because it was slightly higher up. Oh shit. But there was no sign, so because it was dark and no lights. <laughs> that's that's terrifying, man. Yeah, that happens a lot in Central Asia. <laughs> and up until that, it, that's the thing with Central Asia and a lot of like developing countries as well. They'll build like a really nice bit of motorway, usually financed and uh, funded by China, and then it will end so- abruptly, and the rest is it's like just that clean shit. tarmac, or they pile like four or five foot of tarmac like up in a straight line that just blocks the road. Yeah. So you could go down it for a few miles and then you have to turn back around and go <laughs> go all the way back. That's horrible. That's <laughs> but a yeah, terrifying that would experience. be an amazing, amazing road to go go through. Where where does it go? That's in the north. To? Like Does that go like into lay. the Himalayas? I, I don't I, I don't know. The Himalayas are massive as well, so mm. I wouldn't even be I able had, to you know tell they're, they're growing by like six centimetres a year. <laughs> What? Yeah. Still. 
I, I grew more in one year when I was 16. You grew more than six centimeters in a year. A hundred percent, yeah. Shit. I am tall. Yeah. And I wasn't when I was 15. I was average. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, I I think like we spoke about it a little bit already. Um, obviously, it's it's hard to talk about sort of India without talking about, especially being British, like mm. two-thirds British, without talking about like our quite sort of shameful history there. And I don't think, I don't want to talk about like the famines that Winston Churchill caused and the horrible things he said about Indian people and the way that the Indians were treated under colonial rule. rule. But like, we like the, the British Empire just exploited the shit out of that country. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you move on to my picture, this is this is the Queen. She, I think she's standing on an elephant. Um, she is definitely yeah, sat on an elephant, as as you do um, with someone though, and I don't know. Looks who like he's got a mustache. First minister or something like that. Very virile. That's a powerful mustache. Mm. Um, but someone actually, this is uh, this is uh, an economist from India called uh, Utsa Patna- Patnaik. Pat- Patnaik. Anyway, you were incorrect. Yeah. You know, okay. Um, apologies <laughs> Utsa, for your name. Uh, he's from Columbia University Press. Well, he published an article, um, and he he did a calculation of exactly how much wealth adjusted for inflation the British st- stole. There's no yeah. other way around it from India. Ed, would you care? Oh, this is this is between 1765 and 1938. Um, would you like to have a guess? I don't think of, I of, can. It's what? Se- seven yeah. trillion. I was going to go 500 billion, but... Seven trillion sounds possible. Seven, seven, so seven trillion, five hundred billion. Yeah. Dollars or pounds or whatever. Pounds. Wait, it's seven, seven trillion, five hundred billion. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 just be. That's be, no um, it's, it's it's actually forty-five trillion. Oh, that's in dollars. It's probably like I don't know, like thirty, two pound fifty or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's probably it's probably oh more like God. thirty. 37, 40 trillion pounds or euros. So that's pretty much the same amount that's, that Rishi Sunak spent on um, PP contracts. Yeah, similar. Or, or like or the, your standard number 10 Downing Street. Refurbishment. Refurbishment slash booze bill. <laughs> oh, topical. Even though this is going to come out for like three months. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. what was what was the majority of the stuff we nicked? <laughs> I guess just like, tea. Oh, oh yeah. we did a lot of tea. We did Lo- a lot of spices. Um, say we rice, minerals, mm. um, like rocks and stuff. Rocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, labour, maybe. Um, so yeah, that's. Oh, is labour included? Because they uh, no, no, like I, hourly, I, no, I, I don't. Hourly wages of no, slaves. No, so. I haven't. I haven't done that. <laughs> well, the hourly the hourly wage of a slave is zero. <laughs> that's, that's the definition. Yeah, um, well. <laughs> So that's that's currently seventeen times the current combined GDP of Britain and India. Current. How did yeah. they do that? Well, I'm not an economist, that's... am I? No, no, no. But how is it possible to accumulate that much wealth? Well, it's over over the course of 150 years. It's a, yeah, it's a long time. Two hundred, yeah, two hundred. But still, years. if the it's how, compared to the current GDP of both countries, what do you say it was? 
17 times. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and that's now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, 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 current, adjusted yeah. to inflation, that, yeah, those yeah, terms. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so probably the most famous thing that, that the Br Britain has stolen from India, the most contentious, is something called Kori Noor. Have you heard about this? It's the, it's, you've probably seen it and not realized it. Every time the queen wears her main crown, I assume she has several, but she's probably got the one she likes the most. It's got a massive uh, fuck yeah. off diamond in it. I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much in this episode. Um, <laughs> colonialism gets me really fired up. Um, <laughs> it, it is, it is the largest diamond in the world. Um, I'm going to do more guessing. So you, you, so, guess how much it weighed uncut. Well, I don't even know what it looks Well, like. you're, you're from Luxembourg. You probably know all about diamonds. <laughs> or moon how rocks. big is it? Yeah, how big is it? I don't like know. a fist? Oh, no. Uh, 200 grams. 200 uh, grams? No, no I was going to say in carrots. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how much a carrot 12 is. Carrots. What about 12 carrots. What potatoes? Oh, Ed. <laughs> Mr. Pork and Beans pipes up with a joke. <laughs> um, it was, so it weighs 20, 21.6 grams. I never, I've lot. never held a diamond. I don't know how much they, I don't know how heavy a diamond that, is. That doesn't seem like I a mean, lot. But when I say in carrots, you'd be like, oh, that's a lot. No, I also wouldn't know. Wait, how many grams? 20? 21 grams. Almost an ounce of diamond. Look, we're all comparing that's... it to the same thing. So it, 21 grams doesn't seem like a lot. An ounce? Yeah. I, th yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess it's the I mean, size of quite small then, because if you think no, of I think it's like the size of the stuff. Oh god, back to our weird side. We need a picture. Can you see it on a red? No. Uh yeah, it's that entire thing. <laughs> right, Ed, I'm gonna turn it green. Can you include a picture of the diamond here? Yeah. Nice one. Yeah, so it's, it's 100, 105 points. 105.6 metric carats. It doesn't have a value. I don't know what carrot means. Neither do I. <laughs> um I think it's the amount of stone, like of valuable stone. With, I, uh, I I'm not cut. even going to pretend like uh, I know. Presumably, it's like just but I think like it, <laughs> yeah, if not... you've got a rock, I've well, tried, no, no, let's not because I'm just <laughs> probably going to trash it. Like, um, uh. <laughs> anyway, you want to know about something that's really big as well? Um, that isn't a diamond. The yeah. Statue of Unity. Look at the size of that. So, Whoa, hang on. I'm just trying to get the scale of it. That is a big statue. That is the biggest statue. Or a small statue. bridge. <laughs> he looks so unhappy as well. It's either a big statue or a really or very small, small town. earth. Like, because that, for people not watching, this is the statue of unity, like I said. Uh, it's a statue of the in independence activist. And I'm, this name is so complicated. Val... <laughs> Patel. <laughs> I Nailed it. No Let's clue. just call him Mr. Patel. Mr. Patel. Mr. Patel. <laughs> he was an independence activist and, um, like, you know, friends with Gandhi, probably. Um, and it stands at 182 meters. Dang. I suppose that's only the statue without, like, the, the building it's already standing on. It'd be good to know, I, I, and I appreciate that, Someone must have made a scale of this. Yeah. Like, where where the other famous landmarks? That's what I'm up? thinking. We've got. How did, well, I want to see the Statue of Liberty and Mother Russia. The Statue of Liberty must be the size of like its arm, maybe. How big is the Eiffel Tower? I don't know. Is that Eiffel Tower is like 
100 meters? Maybe. Well, it would be like almost double the Eiffel Tower. Let me check. Eiffel Tower. That's insane. I'm trying to, well, if you have a look at the road, <laughs> you can see a car on it. And a lake. Or is that a river? No. Could be a river. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. The Statue of Liberty is taller. I think we've got The Eiffel Tower is taller. <laughs> is it? What is it? Uh, a, I hope he's falling. What? Down. How is this possible? So the Statue of Liberty is 93 meters. So is that include is that including the base? I don't know. Because I always measure from the base. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Then, to give you the Leaning Tower of Pisa, of Pisa is that how you say it? Peter. <laughs> how do you say it in English? Pisa. Pisa is 57 meters. Big Ben is 96 like meters. Oh, right, same size as Big Ben. No, it's no, half the size. Half the size half, of Big half, ben. No, half as big, twice oh. as big as Big Ben. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's massive. But apparently, the Eiffel Tower is three hundred meters. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower is massive. No, I've been to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm, I'm not sure. You've been to Paris, surely. I, I have been to Paris several times, but it doesn't strike me as it is big. So presumably, so basic, yeah. Mm. Presumably, his eyes come up to the viewing platform on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's actually really tiny. How so, how big how big is just for a little bit of uh, extra context and a little bit of callback to last week's episode? Um, how tall is Godzilla? <laughs> Why did we not talk about Godzilla? I don't know, and uh, it seems like the one thing we would have talked about. Apparently, he is one hundred and eight meters tall. So, Mister Patel here is taller. I'd love to see that fight as well. Well, it's probably it's it's, or it's been made, <laughs> definitely. It's already been made. Uh, but yeah, and it just looks like it's because it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Obviously, Paris. Like if you look at the Eiffel Tower, right next to it, there's nothing. It's like um, it's almost like built around it. But there's buildings. Yeah. You know, you've got some like. But here, it's just in the middle of nowhere. Well, probably not in the middle of nowhere. There might be a city like just kilometer down the road. But I wonder, I wonder how long his shadow gets. Oh, mm. I wonder if it affects the the local ecosystem. Do you <laughs> the think, shadow because it it wasn't you, there before? Do you think he gets like a little a little bit of clouds around top of his head? I reckon when, when he's like, sad, like, like a little yamaka. When he's sad, <laughs> do you think from like space you can tell time? Do you want to say maze? <laughs> like, a, you know, there's a sundial. Roman... I don't think it's possible to... But, but, I don't know. Yeah. Possibly. That's a big old... So what do people do there? What's the point? I don't know. Can you climb up him? I don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> it's just a big old statue. What's, it, what's it made out of? Concrete? That'd be a lot of <laughs> plaster of Paris. I don't that, know. That is it was also quite cool. expensive, but they did it in three years, I think. What? <laughs> no. Let, let me read. About it's really it. well done, though. Like his face looks really realistic. It does look sad. It's a shame, as like, no, it's a shame though that if you're there in person, I suppose you can't really appreciate the details mm. because it's just so big, like. Ed, can you can you quickly go to green screen and then in the edit we can put in a side by side of how I hope he's got a really droopy face. 
and put them side, side by side, side with what? Well, with, with the actual person. Oh, so, and Godzilla. Yeah, but if we can animate Godzilla, that would yeah. be, be, be a bit of a bonus. Making the noises. So, <laughs> by the way, it's a dam lake that we see in the picture. So the project was first announced in 2010 and construction of the statue started in what? October 2013. Uh, it cost $422 million and it was completed and inaugurated on the 31st of October 2018, which is the... Like 143rd anniversary of Patel's birth. Wow. Just see there. Yeah. See they're, sp name, they're spending the all that money when... Val... Kilmer. <laughs> Valhabi? Oh, Valhabi B. This B-H-B-H. -H. I'm guessing that's probably... AI. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Gonna... So, there you go. It's impressive. Big statue. Big <laughs> but not as big as the Eiffel Tower. Just imagine Big Ben. Double. Double. It's quite big, isn't it? Well, spe massive. speaking, I think I think that's one thing we're getting from India is is just it's like massive, vast, this vastness, and and this this leads me on to my next point. Okay. Um, India, as you're probably aware, is the world's biggest democracy. It is. Um, there are. I mean, she she doesn't seem happy about it, but uh, I don't like this one. She thought she was going to a medical exam because clearly parts, <laughs> parts of the body's next to her. Um, it's, it, takes, it takes like, I think the election is held over the course of like three weeks or five weeks. It's like that's how the, long the polls are open for. Um, it takes, I think, like almost two months to get the election results in. But the thing is, on, on top of being the biggest democracy in the world, as in because it's a, one of the biggest populations in the world, that population is not like necessarily the way the British population is, or the European or just Western countries where you have you're mainly in in organized um, organized cities and villages, easily accessible yeah, and stuff like type. that. Because some people live in the middle of nowhere, mm. and they take the booth, like the voting booth, to them as opposed to and and like, so people so, going. It's so crazy. Nine hundred million potential eligible voters in India. Yeah. That's not turnout, that's just eligible voters. Um, so, ah, you know, I got here. I've actually, actually done research. Uh, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's above the age of 18 and there's a million polling stations. A million. So that's one for every 900 people, which is fucking that's, impressive. That is um, incredible. And and there are, there are like really quirky, really quirky ways that India gets around a lot of its like education disparity. Mm. Disparity. Disparities? That's the disparity. Right disparity. Disparity. Yeah. Um, so, well, there's a few things. To stop fraud, after you vote in more rural communities, you get marked with ink, like a dot of ink is put on you and, it's, and it can't be washed off. It's like permanent ink and it stays on until... Like three weeks. Yeah, until, <laughs> no, until the election period is over, and then so they know you can't cast a second ballot because it would just be like, absolutely impossible to do it otherwise. Mm. And also to get around the quite high, well, the, not high. I don't, I don't know. I have anything fi figures for like rates of literacy, but there are there are a high number of illiterate people. So all of the parties have a little picture assigned to them. 
so that if the person can't put a tick in the box of the name of the party, they'll recognise their little picture. So and, logo. I, and I think it's, yeah, but it's more than the logo. It's like a little animal or something, like a cute little picture. Does it, does it like, tell you what, like, their policy is in a way? Oh, no, I think you expect to have known that beforehand. Um, Good promo, huh? Getting up into the rural areas. Uh, but I know that I know that there's like um, I think in Kerala in the south there's actually a, 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 a Maoist Marxist government in place. So yeah, go India, go Kerala, not not BJP. Oh no, I better not say that. We'll lose all of our potential Hindi nationalist listeners. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, if like given that a lot of Indians speak English, it's a massive market for us. Like, even if let's no, say fifty percent. Well, it could English. be 20% of our listeners. Yeah. 80. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, let's not alienate them just no. yet. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much alienate every single, like. Well, we do country. our best. <laughs> we do our best. We're well meaning. Yeah. We haven't even mentioned the Alpha Guest House yet. Oh, yeah. Because India is, India is not the Alpha Guest House of countries. No. Alpha guest house. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've actually... We're yeah, rounding up. I, I do like, have a couple more things, but... Well, then, um, go ahead. There's Might as well. one which was my favourite, is this place. Oh, I've read oh, about, we, we need, about we need this to cover this place. So this is North Sentinel Island, which is um, a really small island. I think it's only like 40 square kilometres or something. Um, it's in the Bay of Bengal and part of the Andaman Islands. But... This tribe are basically, well, they've only been contacted in theory once um, properly. So people went past in like the 1600s and noticed that there were lights on the island. Um, so they thought it was inhabited, and they, but they, they kept going because they were going to, can't remember the name of the main, main port in the Andaman Islands. Um, but yeah, they were heading that way and... Then over time, people started trying to visit the island to kind of um, go and get some food and things like that. Um, but it's the most dangerous island in the world. Um, so people have tried to kind of get onto the island in the past and basically they just met with these guys on the beach shooting arrows at the boats. And <laughs> there's a camera crew that went there in the 1960s um, to make a, make a documentary for Nat Geo. And they were just met by a hail of arrows and the director got shot in the leg with an arrow. So they bailed out of there. Um, but there's this anthropologist that's just kind of kept going back there over the years. And they let him onto the island in 91 and they kind of exchanged some gifts and there were smiles and things like that. But um, ever since then, no one's been able to get onto the island, basically. Um, and there's, we were talking about it earlier, actually. There's a story of this missionary from the States who's a young kid uh left i think he was in vancouver or something like that left to bring the word of god the sentinelese the word of god and met his maker <laughs> yeah um and yeah and they buried him in a in a shallow grave it's mental that place like these exist and it's yeah. good and obviously like in brazil and stuff you still have like tribes that are not contacted and stuff like mm. that but 
this is probably the least contacted like the th- tribe the, ever. The thing is, though, is like it's not even easy to get to the islands because I, I think very sure the Indian Navy have like pretty solid exclusion zone. Yeah, it's a so, three kilometer exclusion so how the, zone. How the fuck did that bloody Bible basher get there? <laughs> well, it was illegal. Like he approached it illegally, and had, like, on no a canoe knew, or something. Yeah, no one knew about it. It was just him, and then him and him and his Bible. Yeah. And his arrow in his head. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to speak ill of the dead, but... <laughs> fucking fucking moron. Yeah. Plus, like, everyone... I mean, I'm not saying everyone knows it, obviously, but I'm pretty sure if you plan on going there, a few people will tell you not to go. Yeah. Uh, and with how, reason. How many people would have... Like, eventually... Like, Okay, he got so, a direct so boat from Vancouver. He starts. <laughs> he starts in. Starts in Vancouver. He tells his friends or family, like, oh, "I'm off to India. I'm gonna bring the word of God to these people on this island." They'll be like, "Oh, this isn't." Like, I'm gonna assume they didn't know where where he was going. Like, "Oh, that sounds great. Good luck." Gets, I'll get him. Gets to India. What are you here for, sir? Uh, passport control. <laughs> I'm like, word of God, Sentinel Island. They're like, oh, f- mad. <laughs> gets gets to the coast. And they're like, they must. Well, the point I'm making is there must be so many potential points where someone's like, uh, yeah, this is a bad idea. <laughs> really? And at each point he was like, uh... <laughs> we got this. <laughs> well, he was probably so convinced that God would, you know, give him a hand. He just sounded a bit selfish as well. Like, just to, well, that is quite a selfish thing to do. Because if you think about it, they've not been exposed to any illnesses, mm. any germs. So you could wipe them out. Yeah, easily. Just one um, cough and they're gone. Yeah, but you know, whatever whatever the outcome, it's God's work. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's plan. Oh, I, I said I listened to that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. Um and yeah, why the, why well, couldn't it have been Drake? <laughs> why couldn't it be Drake? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but I, I think it was in the seventeen hundreds or the eighteen hundreds or something, uh, an explorer went onto the island and found some of them, like snuck onto the island. And kidnapped four kids and two elderly people. That's probably why they don't like us. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's without saying, really, didn't it? <laughs> but they took them to that mainland in, in the Andaman Islands, and really quickly, the two grand, the two elderly people died, and the four kids were sick, and they just brought them back to the island no. with some presents. And they were just Fucking like, idiot. "There you that go, is sorry." The stupidest thing to do. Yeah. So I don't know what the long-term effects of that was, but... Well, every generation now probably hears the same story of how one, like, villain came and stole yeah. their grandparents for a week. Dozy white Imagine seeing came. a helicopter come by, because they... Yeah, I mean, whenever there was... Like whenever there were issues like that, they'd always send a helicopter to go and look, and the helicopter would come back with arrows stuck in it. Oh, it's the same with um, when the, uh, the Boxing Day tsunami happened. They sent, yeah. they sent yeah, helicopters... Yeah. Well, like... It hit the island really badly. Yeah. No, we're fine. They, yeah, they all went to higher ground. Somehow they knew it was coming. They all went to higher ground and the helicopter flew over, saw them, and then just got arrows. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> like South Central. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's crazy. It that looks insane. I, well, another thing I don't really don't quite understand about this picture, I'm not sure if you've noticed this, Kev, is that there's like some weird forced perspective going on because you've got the big guys at the back where my arm and he's and he's like and down low it's two pictures I'm pretty sure <laughs> I think it's three pictures oh right <laughs> and it's like some oh, tiny little kids and I'm like <laughs> I'm trying to work out how how that's been done it's just tiny 
he's literally the size of a, of a calf. Just like. a little kidney, uh, pygmy people. Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, that, I don't think they're that small. Yeah. But there are, I, I didn't put them on here, but there are pictures of when that guy went on, on shore. It was like 91. It was really recent. So they got all these really clear pictures of them like in the water, like shaking hands, giving, they, they brought them coconuts and, and, and stuff like that. And um, they look happy, but then ever since then, every person that's come up to the island, they've, they've tried to tried to kill him. I think it's a pretty clear message. Yeah, yeah. don't just just leave him. Forget be. about it. Yeah, leave him be. It's good that people actually like let them be because you know India could easily just. Well, you take over. Mm. I mean, how <laughs> are you going to communicate with them as well? Like I, I was reading that their language has just been forgotten by the rest of the world because they've been there for like 60,000 years. Yeah. So they're descended from... It's mental that they never wanted to leave. Mm. Maybe some of them have, though. Like in, in previous and spread yeah. out across the Andaman Islands and things like that. But they're descended from, like, the first people that left Africa. So that was one of the first places that were populated in the Andamans. It was like 60,000 years. That's amazing. Mm. Well, and you were saying, like, just before, like, Ed was saying, like, oh, it's amazing that the place like that can be left in such sort of isolation until they find natural resources. Oh, <laughs> until oh, God, until yeah. they can extract the minimal wealth. <laughs> um, so you better you better hope that you've not got any, whatever the next big natural resource is, lithium. Yeah, if, they, if they're literally on an island that's made out of lithium. Yeah, if they find a little gas pocket, they'll be like, all right, sorry, guys. Game over. Oh no, someone sneezed COVID on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, I guess. Oh no. Well, while we're here. Oh, we got the vaccine. Like, oh. <laughs> the vaccine will kill him. And it just, and someone just only turns up God's plan. <laughs> Phase to black. Uh, and on, on that note. Yeah, Phase to black on our side. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel well, like where are we going to go? We smashed India. We're, there's so much more. There's Dude, cannibals. There's the river burials. Not, we've not, yeah, we've talked about nothing. Yeah. The cannibals. There's there's a tribe called the Aghori that basically wait down river in Varanasi. You know, they do the water yeah. burials and they burn people. They wait down river. And then to become an Aghori, basically, you need to use the top end of a human skull as like your cup and nice. your bowl. And you have to eat their rotten flesh. And you also have to meditate on the corpse. Whoa. Yeah. And this there's a rabbit hole of the agori. There, it's bonkers. There's loads of really cool things about like some sort of like gurus who grow their nails really long or like, and all the ones like, that... like, like, <laughs> like put an arm up so it goes all like it's withered. All like atrophied and they hold that there was one guy he holds it up for like twenty years or something. And he's just got this little skinny frail frail yeah. arm stuck up like that. Mental. Mental. Yeah. Right, where we are. Where's next? Where are we off? Where are we Finland. 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 That, that you fun. mentioned that last week as well, saying, um, oh, I hope we go to something like that isn't the whitest country ever. And then you said Finland was the, con- the whitest Literally country Literally the whitest country in the world. I'm looking forward to this. I would say so, yeah. I, have you been to Finland? No. No. I've been twice. It's amazing. Okay. Nice. We should probably finish. Bye. Oh my, I just got it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you've just done this.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.